Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A couple of things on my mind. One of them is I really wanted to get into a little bit of the top news story today nationally, which is that for the first time in 60 years, everybody's on strike in Hollywood, the writers, the actors, uh, the, Amer- Federa- the American Federation of... If I was a member of a union right now, which I'm not, I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing. So the union members are on strike, uh, SAG and AFTRA and the Writers Guild. And in normal times, that would shut down Hollywood. But the truth of the matter is that Hollywood has glommed onto reality as a way of cheaping out and giving us, in my view, mostly cheapy, mostly cheapy entertainment. Some of it's okay. Uh, to me, it doesn't compare to scripted models of things. But in any event, um, the reality TV thing is going to explode because they don't have to pay people, right? And the real question becomes, if the people that go on strike are the people that are the cameramen, that are the people that create even the reality shows, the producers, well, then Hollywood would really go to a screeching halt. But that's not who's on strike right now. Fran Drescher of The Nanny, who was on our show many times over the years, assumed the role of uh, the chief of the SAG union after a knockdown dragout fight with Matthew Modine, another actor. But here's a little bit of what Fran Drescher had to say. We are being victimized by a very greedy entity. I am shocked by the way the people that we have been in business with are treating us. I cannot believe it, quite frankly, how far apart we are on so many things, how they plead poverty that they're losing money left and right when giving hundreds of millions of dollars to their CEOs. It is disgusting. Shame on them. They stand on the wrong side of history at this very moment. So last week, just last week, Fran Drescher released uh, uh, some kind of video in which he seemed very optimistic about the likelihood of their differences being resolved. A federal mediator was brought in at the last minute to try and resolve these disputes, but the union announced early yesterday 
that their contracts for television, theatrical, and streaming contracts had expired, quote, without a successor agreement. Do we have any more, Fran, Justin? Do have a little bit more? Let's go. We are all going to be in jeopardy of being replaced by machines and big business. Who cares more about Wall Street than you and your family? Most of Americans don't have more than $500 in, a, in an emergency. This is a very big deal, and it weighed heavy on us. But at some point, you have to say, no, we're not going to take this anymore. You people are crazy. What are you doing? Why are you doing this? Privately, they all say we're the center of the wheel. Everybody else tinkers around our artistry, but actions speak louder than words. And there was nothing there. It was insulting. So we came together in strength and solidarity and unity with the largest strike authorization vote in our union's history. And we made the hard decision that we tell you as we stand before you today, this is major, it's really serious, and it's going to impact every single person that is in labor. We are fortunate enough to be in a country right now that happens to be labor friendly. And yet, we were facing opposition that was so labor unfriendly, so tone deaf to what we are saying. You cannot change the business model as much as it has changed and not expect the contract to change too. We're not going to keep doing incremental changes on a contract that no longer honors what is happening right now with this business model that was foisted upon us. What are we doing? Moving around furniture on the Titanic? It's crazy. So the jig is up, AMPTP. We stand tall. You have to wake up and smell the coffee. We are labor and we stand tall and we demand respect and to be honored for our contribution. You share the wealth because you cannot exist without us. Thank you. Ooh. That's Fran Drescher. The last time that both the actors and writers unions were on strike was in 1960. Do you know who led SAG then? None other than Ronald Reagan before he became president, well before he became president. He was the leader of the SAG union, and that's the last time we had this kind of tumultuous strike. And if you really think about it, if you look at the entertainment industry, it's, it's, it's a foreseeable consequence of the fact that uh, the networks no longer control programming. Behind the wheel of the networks, you've got all these streaming services and this fractionalization and fragmentation of entertainment. And at the very top, you've got a few big players who have essentially told the actors and told labor that they're not entitled to parts of the revenue that they're generated from, generating from a lot of these streaming services. So the model by which actors got paid residuals, their performance may have been in celluloid one time, but they got residuals every time it was shown. They have been 
a lot of that has been taken away from them in this great new world of streaming services. It is far less lucrative than initially expected by the performers themselves and even less lucrative than some investors are saying that they expected to get. So the fact is that CEOs still receive pay packages in the many millions of dollars, uh, particularly when they are uh, in public companies and they get these extraordinary stock options that turn out to be worth a lot of money. Uh, SAG-AFTRA isn't just people who are representative in film and TV. They also include a union comprised of TV journalists, stage performers, stunt and background performers, radio personalities, and fashion models. And uh, so we're not exactly sure. I mean, it's going to end up, you're going to see people that you're used to seeing performing not be able to do that. There's going to be a a tremendous scramble to get other people that are non-union, and that's going to require people that are non-union to cross the picket line in order to do the jobs of people that were union. But one of the biggest issues that is going on right now, in addition to how to figure out how people are supposed to get paid, is, and this is really something, the proposal of AMPTP, which are the, which is the Alliance of Motion Pictures that is basically bargaining against labor, I want you to hear this, was they proposed that our background actors should be able to be scanned, get paid for one day's pay. The company would own the scan, their image and their likeness. Listen to this. They would own the likeness of the actor and be able to use that for the rest of eternity in any project they want without any compensation and no consent. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. How do you like that, huh? Owning the likeness. So you know what that means? Let's talk about that. That means they do one crowd scene once in the Ten Commandments. They pay the actors one time for showing up. And any time they want to take that crowd and they want to put it into Gladiator or the next Indiana Jones movie or the next Marvel Comics movie or the next Spider-Man, they take that crowd scene and it's goodbye and good luck. Your likeness as an actor is owned perpetually by a company. Instead of having to pay you to get together one day again as an extra or to have a speaking line or whatever it is. They have your likeness once. They get an iconic image of you smoking a cigarette and they use it thousands and tens and thousands of times in, in celluloid and they never pay you again. And you make a living this way. You're a member of the union. You're not a schlemiel. That's what they want to do. They want to take AI 
and they want to use it to benefit the existence of film and people altogether without having to pay people. It's really, I want you to hear how breathtaking that is. It's quite something. It's just been, what, a couple of months from conversations about how chat AI is making writers extinct and unnecessary and obsolete. And now people too. Stick figures everywhere. And what does that mean for someone who's a struggling actor? What does that mean for somebody who starts out as an extra and who wants to keep going in their craft and become a great stage actor and then a great film actor and a great, a great television actor? Along the way, what do they own about themselves? They've given up their likeness. What do they own? It's really extraordinary. The reach. I say blame the lawyers. It sounds like all the lawyers are really having a great time here. But seriously, it's about greed. It's really about greed that's at the heart of this. And I, I wanted you to hear Fran Drescher. Uh, she is somebody who made it from nothing. Do you know Fran Drescher's story? Do you, do you know her story? It's, it's, let me tell you about Fran Drescher. Fran Drescher had a dream. She had that voice. So she knew she had one strike against her at least. But she had a dream of creating a television show that would be sort of like The Sound of Music, only plunked into New York City as a modern-day nanny, which is exactly what she wrote. And she worked really hard, and she schlepped around her idea and her treatment and her scripts, and nobody would listen to her ever for years and years in Hollywood. And then she got lucky. She sat on a plane next to somebody that she recognized was in the entertainment field. And she figured, I've got my moment, I've got my opportunity, I've got my captive audience. And that person who was sitting next to her listened to her, and she was able to sell her pilot. In the meantime, in her real life, in her queen's apartment, she was tied up with rope and raped. Did you know that? That's what happened to Fran Drescher. She was tied up by a stranger entry, and she was raped. And her husband was also tied up. And he wasn't able to save her from this fate. And it was a terrible, terrible, horrible tragedy ordeal. I don't even know if a rapist ever was caught or went to jail. It's the most horrible thing. And despite this, she went on to create and produce, direct, and star in The Nanny, which is one of my favorite television shows of all time, by the way. Some people hate it. I don't I don't know why. I love it. It's one of my favorite shows. We watch it in our family all the time. It's funny. It's human. It's warm. It's culturally appropriate. And I just think it's hysterically funny. And I love it. Anyway, the nanny, the nanny, the nanny. She goes on. She's in some television work, some movie work. But she's forever the nanny. And then she finds out that she has uterine cancer. This is the story of Fran Drescher. It's really quite a story. And uh, she goes to 11 different doctors complaining of pain, and they all don't see what's going on, and they misdiagnose and wrongly diagnose and ignore her until finally they find out she has uterine cancer. And you know that the story of the nanny is really the story of this loving young woman who all she wants in life is to be a mother herself and a wife herself, and how she adores and cares for these three children that have lost their mother. And then ultimately she has a baby with the man she marries. It's in, in the same sound of music kind of vein. But in real life, even though she was married for a very long time, she wasn't able to have children of her own. 
because her uterus and everything else had to be taken out. And by the time she discovered this in this quest, it was too late for her to adopt in this world. So in the end, she doesn't have children. Um, and she ended up divorcing her husband because he came out as gay. That's another story to her. She started uh, an organization called Cancer Schmancer, and she wrote a best-selling book called Cancer Schmancer. And to this day, Cancer Schmancer is her life's work in raising money to alert women, specifically women, to the dangers lurking from ovarian, cervical, uterine cancer, which very often are silent killers. And we talk about that on the show. So this woman, and she, by the way, she also ran for New York Senate, for the U.S. Senate from the state of New York. She lost, but she put her hand in the ring. She went back to Hollywood. She got divorced from her first husband, who was still probably her best friend for many, many years, Peter Jacobson. And she fell in love with and married an Indian man who uh, is uh, credited for being one of the internet pioneers, very, very wealthy guy. And she's been married to him for a few years. I forgot his name. And they live in Malibu, and they have this picture-perfect whatever life. So she could have rested on her laurels and sat back on her tushy and enjoyed the good life for the rest of her life. She certainly benefited from these residuals and long-term contracts and syndication. Nobody's crying for her pocketbook. But instead, what she did was she said, I'm a woman with conviction and a name and a mouth and passion for justice. Because that's what Fran Drescher is about. She's about passion for justice. And she went in and threw a hat in the ring to become the leader of SAG. Now, she didn't expect that she'd be leading the strike. No way, no how. But she is. And you just heard her speak about this. And uh, we're going to have to see where this lies. But this is not an average labor union strike. This is something that is going to absolutely have a ripple impact on many other industries Because the issue about how artificial intelligence is going to be used to displace workers and in what capacities they're going to be able to displace workers is something of great importance to every one of us, to every one of us. To the extent that AI can appropriate our voice, would you like to hear the Lisa Wexler show tomorrow as a fake AI facsimile of me and have it not be me? Is that the world that we want to go to? Is that what we're willing to settle for? We have to decide right now the boundaries of our technology. It's up to us. The Pandora's box has been opened. The technology is here. And now we have to decide, us, it is up to us as human beings, will the technology be used for good or evil? What do we mean by good or evil? What is a fair, a fair use of the technology that gives respect for human beings and enables us to proceed with more efficiency, with more ease, while still allowing us to make a living in this world. Because if we don't do that, we are proceeding fast as can be to Elysium. And if you haven't seen that movie, you ought to with Matt Damon, which probably was created with a significant amount of AI. I'm Lisa Wexler. We'll be right back. 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at lisa at lisawexler.com. 